Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Psalm 42, 11. Why are you cast down on my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God. For I shall yet praise him. The help of my countenance in my God. Father. I'm not discouraged or sad. I put my hope in God. I praise my Savior and my God. Father, I'm not discouraged or sad. I put my hope in God. I praise my Savior and my God. Father, I'm not discouraged or sad. I put my hope in God. I praise my Savior and my God. Psalm 42, 11. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance in my God. Psalm 91, 14 through 16. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I'll be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. And with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Father, because I know you, I set my love upon you. Therefore, you, my God, will deliver me. You set me on high because I know your name. When I call upon you, you answer me. You're with me in trouble. You deliver me and honor me. You satisfy me with long life and show me your salvation in every area in Jesus' name. Father, because I know you, I set my love upon you. Therefore, you, my God, will deliver me. You set me on high because I know your name. When I call upon you, you answer me. You're with me in trouble. You deliver me and honor me. You satisfy me with long life and show me your salvation in every area in Jesus' name. Father, because I know you, I set my love upon you. Therefore, you, my God, will deliver me. You set me on high because I know your name. When I call upon you, you answer me. You're with me in trouble. You deliver me and honor me. You satisfy me with long life and show me your salvation in every area in Jesus' name. Psalm 91, 14 through 16. Because he has set his love upon me, Therefore, I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. 
I'll be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. And with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Psalm 103, 1 through 6. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. I bless the Lord with my soul, and I do not forget any of his benefits. For he has forgiven all my iniquities, and he has healed all my diseases. I bless the Lord with my soul, and I do not forget any of his benefits. For he has forgiven all my iniquities, and he has healed all my diseases. I bless the Lord with my soul, and I do not forget any of his benefits. For he has forgiven all my iniquities, and he has healed all my diseases. Psalm 103, 1 through 6. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. Psalm 107, verse 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Father, I thank you that you sent your word and healed me and delivered me from all destruction, even from the door of death. Father, I thank you that you sent your word and healed me and delivered me from all destruction, even from the door of death. Father, I thank you that you sent your word and healed me and delivered me from all destruction, even There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. 
because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who dwells in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. Not only that, but we also, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves, groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. For we were saved in this hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely 
Give us all things. Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died, and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Father, hallelujah, 
for another day that we can come before your presence, O Lord God, with thanksgiving and joy in our heart, O Lord God, and sit at your feet. O Father, as we seek you, Lord, to learn of you, Lord, to learn about your word, Father, to learn about what pleases you, Father, and what doesn't. Father, we just seek you on this morning, O Lord God. Hallelujah. Just looking for you, Father, in the book of Romans, Father. We thank you, Lord God, that you give us understanding, that you give us insight and illumination, O Father, and that you write your word upon the tables of our heart. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, and we magnify you and we glorify you in the name of your son, Yeshua HaMashiach, we pray. Amen. Well, welcome, beloved. Good morning to you on this Tuesday morning. Good morning. Hallelujah. This is Women of Grace, a voice in the wilderness. I'm Sister Jackie Grace. Hallelujah. On this morning with the word. We have been studying out of the book of Romans. Glory to God out of the book of Romans. Hallelujah. And we're on uh, from our online Bible um, college studies. And we're on lesson 16 hallelujah of our study in Romans we don't have that that far to go to complete the whole entire book of Romans which is my goal is to complete the book of Romans and that uh, the Lord would impart understanding wisdom and knowledge concerning our position in Christ and who we are and that he would teach us how to walk the resurrected life hallelujah it's a, it's a walk that we have to walk that he must teach us how to walk that life and that's walking as Christ walked in his ministry upon the earth even before he started his ministry the Bible said that he grew in wisdom and statue and that he found favor with both God and man and we want to find favor with God and man. But we must know how to do that. And uh, I'll never forget that a pastor, I asked a pastor, uh, you know, uh, what the, what caused me to fall, what caused me to um, step back from the church. And he said, well, you can't please God. And, and it kind of uh, conflicted with what the Holy Spirit and what I have learned over the years that uh, yes we can please God how do we please God by walking in the Spirit by yielding and responding to the Holy Spirit by being obedient to his commands this is how we please God by walking in total faith and trust in him but when you're walking in the flesh, no, beloved, you cannot please God. And and I've learned that many leaders are incorrect, hallelujah, and when it comes to the word of God. And, and, and you know, I didn't judge the pastor. I, I just, you know, pray that he would come, uh, that he would come into the true revelation knowledge that of the, of the soul man, of the spirit, the soul, and the body that when we're walking in the flesh we cannot please God when we are living a life of sin we do not please God 
because we are we are walking in death and Christ has come to set us free from death from the power of sin and death hallelujah well beloved let us uh turn our swords to Romans chapter 8 verse 1 through 8 Father, I just thank you for your word, O oh Lord God, that you illuminate the hearts and the mind, O oh Father, of our of the students, Lord God. We are your students, O oh Lord, and that you would give us understanding and speak to our hearts, O oh Father. Help us understand who we are in Christ, O oh Father, and where we stand in position with him. We thank you, Father, for truth in the book of Romans chapter 8. Amen, and so be it. Amen. And it reads out the Amplified Bible. Therefore, there is now no condemnation, no judging guilty of wrong. For those who are in Christ Jesus, who live and walk not after the dictates of the flesh, but after the dictates of the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus, the law of our new being, has freed me from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law could not do, its power being weakened by the flesh, the entire nature of man without the Holy Spirit, sending his own Son in the guise of sinful flesh, and as an offering for sin, God condemned sin in the flesh, subdued, overcame, deprived it of its power over all who accept that sacrifice so that the righteous and just requirement of the law might be fully met in us who live and and move not in the ways of the flesh but in the ways of the spirit our lives governed not by the standards and according to the dictates of the flesh but controlled by the spirit for those who are according to the flesh and are controlled by its unholy desires sets their minds on and pursue those things which gratify the flesh but those who are according to the spirit and are controlled by the desires of the spirit set their minds on and seek those things which gratify the holy spirit now the mind of the flesh which is sense and reason without the holy spirit is death death that comprises of all the miseries arising from sin both here and hereafter but the mind of the Holy Spirit is life and soul peace both now and forever that is because the mind of the flesh with its carnal thoughts and purposes is hostile to God for it does not submit itself to God's law indeed it cannot so then those who are living the life of the flesh catering to the appetites and impulses of the carnal nature cannot please or satisfy God or be acceptable to him that was Romans chapter 8 verse 1 to 8 I just read excuse me I hope everyone have their coffee this morning. I definitely had to get my coffee this morning. Well, beloved, I did um did um study hallelujah on each one of these verses. 
And I'm going to deal with each verse before I actually get into the lesson. Romans chapter 8 verse 1. Therefore there is now no condemnation, no judging, guilty of wrong for those who are in Christ Jesus who live and walk not after the dictates of the flesh but after the dictates of the spirit and in John chapter 3 verse 18 it reads he who believes in him who clings to trust in relies on him is not judged he who trusts in and never comes up for judgment for him there is no rejection no condemnation he incurs no damnation but he who does not believe cleave to rely on trust in him is judged already he has already been convicted and has already received his sentence because he has not believed in and trusted in the name of the only begotten son of God he is condemned for refusing to let his trust rest in Christ's name. Hallelujah. Don't you know, beloveds, that, that you can be in a church setting and you can believe in the on Jesus. You can know about you can in other words, it's a difference between religion and having a relationship. A a religion is just that you know about God, you know about Jesus. A relationship is is that you are you know of him you you know the ins and out of who christ is you walking in a relationship with him hallelujah it's an intimate relationship you believe in in this in the name with all your heart with all your soul and with all your strength that is a relationship hallelujah but religion hallelujah uh um will not lead you into a relationship your acquaintance just like a lot of people like to run around and say I'm your friends especially especially Facebook I'm your friends I'm your friends you know and I had to think about it. I'm gonna call you my Facebook buddies hallelujah because uh, we all on Facebook but to be a friend you have to be intimately acquainted with that person to call them a friend now I have a friend named Deborah and we've been friends since the birth of my son and that was back in 1990 when my son was born and we have been friends ever since we're close friends we I know her and she knows me that is what a friendship is intimate relationship and Christ wants to have an intimate relationship with you and when you're walking in religion you cannot have that intimate relationship that's just an acquaintance hallelujah Bobby Sue is just an acquaintance uh, the people that I work with are just acquaintances people that I work with I do not know them on a personal intimate relationship hallelujah will I know what they like what they dislike hallelujah uh, what their color is I don't know nothing of that they're just a uh, they're just people that I know but Christ wants to have an intimate relationship with you. And when you're walking in religion, here it says that the last part, he is condemned for refusing to let his trust rest in Christ's name. Hallelujah. You can be in church, beloved, and not trust in the name of Christ. 
not have your full total trust rest in Christ. Hallelujah. And we wanna we wanna come from out of that. We don't wanna uh we don't we wanna put our whole entire trust in Christ. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter five verse sixteen reads But I say walk and live habitually in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, responsive to and controlled and guided by the Spirit. Then you will certainly not gratify the cravings and desires of the flesh of human nature without God. And I look up the word responsive, and the word responsive responsive is an adjective. It means sensitive open open aware sharp alive forthcoming sympathetic awake successible receptive reactive preceptive impressible quick to react reacting or replying quickly or favorably as to a suggestion hallelujah so we are to be responsive to the Holy Spirit quick to listen to react to respond to what he is saying to us in our hearts and see the Holy Spirit speaks only the word of God he only speaks the word of God beloved he won't speak what you desire to hear he won't speak anything that agrees with your will he only speaks the word of God he only speaks what he hears from the Father. Hallelujah. He will relate that to you. And we must be in a position where we're sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit, that we're responsive to him. And on how to be sensitive, we must be in the word of God. We must write the word upon the table of our hearts. Hallelujah. We must have something for the Holy Spirit to pull up on. And that's why so many are deceived in the body of Christ. Because they are not reading the word. They're not studying the word. I remember I told one pastor. One pastor I made a suggestion. I said, have you ever read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation? And then Revelation to Genesis. She said, I don't need to read the whole Bible. Now this is a pastor. God leads me to a scripture and that's where I'm at. And and in my mind I'm saying, wow, that tells me that you don't know the history. Hallelujah. Nor the prophecies that spoke about Christ. But yet you want to teach me about the enemy. Hallelujah. But her whole focus was on money, finances. You cannot have the old beloved without the new because everything that's in the new was quoted from the old. Everything that the apostles wrote, everything that Jesus even spoke about came from the Old Testament. Hallelujah. And some of the some of uh the New Testament was you know some rhema word but most of it came from the old testament and you cannot have the old testament without the new and vice versa because in the old testament it speaks about the the prophecies speaking of the seed the savior jesus christ that was to come and redeem israel hallelujah 
everything that is spoken in the New Testament is spoken in the Old, beloved. So you cannot have the Old without the New. And I suggest that you read the whole entire Bible from Genesis to Revelations. Read the whole entire Bible. Hallelujah. And I guarantee you that God will begin to speak to you like never before. Glory to God. Romans chapter 6 verse 12 reads, Let not sin therefore rule as king in your mortal body, short-lived, perishable bodies to make you yield to its cravings and be subject to its lusts and evil passions. And this is walking in the flesh. But here Paul says, Let not sin rule in your ruleless king in your mortal bodies. Hallelujah. And why are so many walking in the flesh is because sin, uh, sin is ruling as king in their mortal bodies. So therefore we must not l allow the king of sin to rule in our bodies. We must kick him off the throne, beloved. We must kick him off the throne. Hallelujah kick that eye off the throne and allow the king of kings the lord of lords jesus to sit upon the throne of our hearts hallelujah but if you're walking in the flesh you will die you cannot please god if you're walking in the flesh ephesians chapter 4 verse 22 tells us strip yourselves of your former nature put off and discard your old unrenewed self which characterize your previous manner of life and becomes corrupt through lust and desires that spring from delusion. Here we are commanded to do something, to strip ourselves of our old form of nature, to put it to death, to discard it, hallelujah, and be renewed in the spirits of our minds. Hallelujah. By reading the word of God. By meditating upon the word of God. Hallelujah. And allowing the Holy Spirit to write that word upon your heart. It becomes a part of you. It becomes a lifestyle. How not to be uh, the, um, the ways of the flesh. Colossians chapter 3 verse 9, 9 says. Do not lie to one another. This is part of walking in the flesh beloved. Do not lie one to another. For you have stripped off the old unregenerated self with its evil practices. Do not lie to one another. Beloved, we lie so much to one another and the body of Christ is unbelievable. Hallelujah. And then we make excuses for it. This is still walking in the flesh. Hallelujah. We make excuses for our sins. I'll give you an example. I had a meeting with a pastor. Hallelujah. That was supposed to counsel me. And that and she missed. Hallelujah. She missed that appointment. So I um, wrote a letter on face in the inbox or in Facebook and asked her what happened, you know, and that 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 was not hallelujah walking in integrity 
hallelujah in the Lord and you know she began to rebuke me and told me I only feel that way because I'm suffering from rejection my uh, I'm like I was wow this this woman could not even apologize for missing the appointment when she said that she would counsel me instead she turned it on me and said because I'm feeling this I feel rejected but the truth of the matter was that she was not walking in integrity she didn't even take the time to inbox me and apologize for missing the appointment can I set up another appointment with you hallelujah and these are these are leaders in the church that are acting this way so you know I stopped following her see because if you are not walking in integrity and cannot admit when you are wrong and you the one set the appointment up with me and, and, and told me and that day hallelujah I saw her online that day she was online hallelujah and she just brushed me off like it was nothing. And this is how the heart of leaders are on Facebook towards the sheep of God. Come in. What you want? Sorry about that. It was my granddaughter, but uh, this is how the pe the leaders of God are, and and we as leaders should not be this way towards the sheep. We should have compassion towards the sheep. Hallelujah! But so many are all about I I I. I want to be seen. I want to be heard. I want to be big in the things in, in in the kingdom of God, not realizing that you're really basically nothing. For Jesus said in order for you to be great that you have to be a servant. And we should have a servant's heart. We have compassion towards the sheep. Glory to God. And that's why I, you know, I tell you I'm not looking for fame and fortune. I don't want any fame and fortune. I just want to share the word of God with you. And, and that's it. Now if you need prayer or if you need counsel I will do that. But other than trying to get a name for myself, trying to be that, this and that, I don't want that. And this same individual went from a, a, a minister to a prophetess to an apostle. I don't see how that is possible, but that's between them and God. Hallelujah. We are to be leaders that have compassion towards the sheep. And, and God has a problem when leaders are abusing the sheep hallelujah because he has love and compassion for the sheep so should we as leaders hallelujah Le Leviticus chapter 19 verse 11 reads and this is a command beloved ye shall not steal or deal falsely or lie one to another this is in Leviticus the Old Testament this is a command hallelujah in the Old Testament is part of one is also part of the Ten Commandments thou shall not lie thou shall not steal and thou shall not um, be a false witness 
but yet this is going on in the body of Christ we lie hallelujah to tear someone's character down we speak falsehood to tear someone's character down while we are rising ourselves up to hoping that it rise us up this is not the spirit of God this is how you can see know the spirit of God the Holy Spirit does not lie beloved but the spirit of Satan does glory to God and many have received a, a, a false spirit which is a lying spirit hallelujah can can bitter and sweet flow down the same stream it cannot hallelujah and many of us need to be delivered from this lying spirit this tongue of lying hallelujah and it says and Jesus even said that you are of your devil the father for he was a liar from the beginning and abide not in the truth hallelujah so if you have a lying if you have a lying tongue even telling small teeny white lies is still a lying tongue hallelujah if you have a spirit of deception you need to be delivered you need to be delivered beloved because that is a false holy spirit a false spirit hallelujah if you know anything about the enemy and if you was in the other uh, classes with us on spiritual warfare you would know that he satan will try to imitate everything that there is about the kingdom of god that he will imitate it and he's so subtle about it that you will not know hallelujah until it's too late that the snake has bit you so we are to be sensitive and mindful of the holy spirit watching ourselves hallelujah speak the truth beloved what is wrong with speaking the truth many are afraid to speak the truth but guess what beloved fear will cause you to go straight to hell fear hallelujah speak the truth do not be a part of falsehood do not be a part of lying because that's if you if you're if you're a liar you're of your father the devil i'm just gonna make it plain and clear hallelujah i was with someone hallelujah when you were when you're hanging with a habitual liar when you're in relationship and fellowship with a habitual liar don't you realize that that would jump off on you hallelujah and i'm gonna give you an example when i was when i backslidden i was hanging with a habitual liar just just lied i mean just lied didn't need to lie but just lied and i found myself lying which was not part of my character or my makeup and when God brought me out and delivered me, hallelujah, from backslid and I can return back to God, God, I had to be delivered from that spirit. It is a spirit, beloved. It ain't a disease. It ain't a sickness. It is a spirit. And I had to be delivered from that spirit and still being delivered from that spirit. Hallelujah. That we are not to lie to one another we are not to speak or deal falsely with one another we are not to deceive and as people in the body of Christ that will lie deceive and steal God had given me an invention for a baby carriage and I allowed I, um, because I trusted in this apostle I'm not going to say his name 
because I trusted in this apostle and I wanted him uh, to to be uh, part. Uh, I can't remember what the name of it is, but I wanted him um, to be part of this. So I allowed him. I, I spent all the money to get it patent and everything. I allowed. I gave the material to him for him to read. And and when I asked for my material back, he claimed that he I never gave it to him. See, this is a deceiving devil. I, I you know, when if God releases me to re- mention this this apostle's name because he's a false apostle, he he stole what God had given me, but it never did prosper, you know. And you know, there are people in the body of Christ that deal falsely with one another, that deal falsely, that speak lies. There's a sister in the Lord that spoke lies about me of things that I never even did. But because they, the other people didn't know me, they sided with her. See, we cannot take our poison and poison the body of Christ with lies against another person. We are to walk in truth, beloved, at all times. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 25 reads, Therefore rejecting all falsity and being done now with it, let everyone express the truth with his neighbor, for we all are parts of one body and members of one another. Falsity means the quality or condition of being false, incorrectness, untruthfulness, treachery. And this is going on in the body of Christ. And if you have been speaking falsely to your neighbor, to people, lying, you need to repent. And ask God to deliver you. Because that is the spirit of the devil. He is all about falsehood. Colossians chapter 3 verse 10 reads. And have clothed yourselves with a new spiritual self. Which is ever in the process of being renewed and remolded. Into fuller and more perfect knowledge. Upon knowledge. After the image, the likeness of him who created it. And the word, I looked up the word remold. And the word remold is a verb, tent. It means to mold or shape anew or again to reshape. Hallelujah. God is molding us into the image of Christ. He is shaping us into the image of Christ. He is reshaping us into the image of Christ to the original what we originally was supposed to be in the beginning what God's thought was in the beginning for man Hebrews chapter 4 verse 22 reads strip yourselves of your former nature put off and discard your old unrenewed self which characterized your your previous manner of life and becomes corrupt through lust and desires that spring from delusion Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 for we are God's own handiwork his workmanship recreated in Christ Jesus born anew that we may do those good works which God predestined planned beforehand for us taking paths which he prepared ahead of time that we should walk in them living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live now the people the the people's new testament commentary talks about says on no condemnation to those that are in christ 
as those in Christ have died with him. Hallelujah. Let's go to Romans chapter 6. And this uh, Romans chapter 6 is going to be in our uh, lesson, uh, study 16. Hmm. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 6. And we're going to look at, read from verses 1 to 4. That's Romans chapter 6, verse 1 to 4. Wow, and it's interesting that, um, hallelujah. Romans chapter 6, verse 1 to 4 reads, What shall we say to all this? Should we continue in sin and practice sin as a habit so that God's gift of grace may increase and overflow? Certainly not. How can we, the very ones who died to sin, continue to live in it any longer? Or are you ignorant of the fact that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We have therefore been buried with him through baptism into death. So that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory and power of the Father... We too might walk habitually in newness of life, abounding, abandoning our old ways. For if we have become one with him, permanently united in the likeness of his death, we will also certainly be one with him and share fully in the likeness of his resurrection. Hallelujah. If we have died with Christ in baptism, meaning once again, and I'm going to say it again, hallelujah. Jesus said that you must be born again of water and the spirit. You must be born again of water and the spirit. And when you, hallelujah, identify yourself in baptism with Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, you are raised to newness and of life. Hallelujah. You are raised again as a new person. You are born again. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And the uh, comment, people's commentary goes on to say they have in him satisfied the law. When you, hallelujah, have identified yourself with Jesus Christ death burial and resurrection and born in and and died in baptism in Christ you have in him satisfied the law Christ has satisfied the law if you died with him and hence we they cannot be under condemnation you cannot be under condemnation when you have died in Christ when you have identified yourself in his death, his burial, and his resurrection through baptism and being filled with the Holy Spirit. You are not under condemnation. He, the sinless one, was made sin for us. So we, so we forgiven through him, are made the righteousness of God 
in him. This blessed condition depends on a vital union with Christ. This blessed condition depends on a vital union with Christ. How is this? By being baptized, beloved. By being identified in Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. Baptized into Christ, we must walk in Him. Not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Hallelujah. Not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. We must learn to walk in the Spirit. Romans 8, chapter 2, verse 3 reads, For the law of the Spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus, the law of our new being, has freed me from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law could not do, its power being weakened by the flesh, the entire nature of man without the Holy Spirit, sending, sending his own Son in the guise of sinful flesh, and as an offering for sin, God condemned sin in the flesh, subdued, overcame, and deprived it of its power over all who accept that sacrifice. Now, what does it mean when he says sending his own son in the guise of sinful flesh? The word guise means outward appearance or aspect, semblance external appearance in general the word semblance mean a resemblance or copy outward aspects or appearance jesus god sent his son hallelujah his own son in the guise of sinful flesh he took on human nature hallelujah and through that human nature on the inside he was both god and man he only took on the guise of sinful flesh, the fleshly part, the human human part of man. But he still had the attributes, hallelujah, of God's character on the inside of him. Hallelujah. And when he died, he said that God condemns sin in the flesh, in Christ's flesh. God condemned it, he, over, he subdued it, he overcame it, he deprived it of its power. Hallelujah. Over all who accept that sacrifice, the sacrifice of Christ. Christ condemned sin in the flesh. He killed, he killed it, he destroyed it. Glory to God. He identified with man and in man he destroyed the, the flesh nature. Leviticus chapter 7 verse 33 this is the law of the burnt offering this is the serial offering the sin offering the guilt or trespass offering the consecration offering and the sacrifice of peace offerings all of these were in Christ as one which the Lord ordered Moses on Mount Sinai on the day he commanded the Israelites to offer their sacrifices to the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai. All of these were as one in Christ. When he crucified, he was all of those sacrifices in as one up on the cross. He satisfied the law. Christ's death did. His death on the cross satisfied the law. Hallelujah. 
Romans chapter 8 verse 4 through 8 so that the righteous and just requirement of the law might be fully met in us who live and move not in the ways of the flesh but in the ways of the spirit our lives governed not by the standards and according to the dictates of the flesh but controlled by the Holy Spirit for those who are according to the flesh and are controlled by its unholy desires set their minds on and pursue those things which gratify the flesh but those who are according to the spirit and are controlled by the desires of the spirit set their minds on and seek those things which gratify the holy spirit now the mind of the flesh which is sense and reason without the Holy Spirit is death, death that comprises of all the miseries arising from sin, both here and hereafter. But the mind of the Holy Spirit is life and soul peace, both now and forever. That is because the mind of the flesh with its carnal thoughts and purposes is hostile to God. For it does not submit itself to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. So then those who are living the life of the flesh, catering to the appetites and impulses of their carnal nature, cannot please or satisfy God or be acceptable to Him. Hallelujah. And they had no commentary. I couldn't find any, no reference notes or commentary, hallelujah, to uh, those scriptures. But if you're walking in the flesh, beloved, you cannot please God. You are not pleasing God. And it's sad that the church, uh, they, people say that they love you, but they will not, they don't love you enough to tell you, sweetheart, you're walking down a road of death. Hallelujah. When I had backslidden, beloved, I went to leaders seeking help. Not one of them wanted to counsel me. Not one of them wanted to save my soul. But they sure did want my money. They sure did want my tithes and my offerings. But they didn't, did not want to minister life to me. Hallelujah. And we should not be that way, beloved whether you're a minister, whether you're a pastor, prophet, apostle, whatever leadership position you're in, or whether you're just a layman, we should not be that way in the body of Christ. If you say that you love me, you would not stand there and watch me walk down the path of death, hallelujah, thinking that I'm, I'm saved and I'm following God, but you allowing me to walk down. That's not love, beloved. that is not love somebody lied to you that's not love hallelujah and I'm asking the Lord to, to bring me to that place where if I say that I love someone that I will tell them the truth about the path that they're walking on I asked a young lady that I work with at job I asked her I said now would you like to be in that state and that condition when Christ comes? She couldn't answer the question, but I planted that seed there. 
Do you want to be in a life of sin when Christ comes? Living with a married living with a man that you are not married to, that is sin. And would you like to be found in that state when Christ comes, when the King returns? And I've been asking God and praying and asking him, Lord, teach me how to use wisdom when it comes to uh, speaking your word. And especially when it comes to that I will not fear man. If I say that I love you, I would, I, if I say that I love you, I don't want to lie to you. I don't want to deceive you. I don't want to lead you down a wrong path and I don't want to see you led down a wrong path. And I've been praying and asking the Lord to teach me and strengthen me in that area, that era. Because, you know, it's, it's wolves out here, beloved. It's, it's lions and tigers, vicious bears, vicious wolves that would shred you and tear you to pieces, these people. And I've been praying that God would give me a face like Flint, as he did with um, Jeremiah, with all his prophets, that I would not fear the faces of man, but that I would speak the truth in love. That you are walking down a wrong path, hallelujah, that's leading you to destruction. And would you want to be in that state and condition when the king returns because we don't know when he's going to return beloved we don't know when he's going to return hallelujah but I don't want to be found in sin when the king does return hallelujah I want to be walking in truth and righteousness because if you're walking in the flesh you are not pleasing God you cannot please God we must be led by the spirit Romans chapter 8 is the climax of all that Paul has been saying. Step by step, truth by truth, he has been unveiling the gospel, confounding all the arguments of self-righteous religious man in the process, in the process and showing how through Christ's death and resurrection, God has dealt with every area of need in man. Let me read that again. Romans chapter 8 is the climax of all that Paul has been saying. Step by step, truth by truth, he has been unveiling the gospel, confounding all the arguments of self-righteous religious man in the process and showing how through Christ's death and resurrection, God has dealt with every area of, of need in man. Set free. We have been set free, beloved. Paul ended his description of life under the law with a statement of helplessness in Romans chapter 7, verse 25. He goes on to say, So then I myself in my mind am a slave, slave to God's law, but in the sinful nature a slave to the, to the, sin, the law of sin a slave to two opposing incompatible masters with a hopeless predicament. But Paul's whole purpose to this point has been to declare the gospel, the good news. 
he has shown how both masters have been done away with in Christ. In Romans chapter 6, he revealed how we have been set free from the master of sin. In Romans chapter 7, from the master of the law. Therefore, he now triumphantly declares there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ has changed the whole situation. For those who are in Christ, the Romans chapter 7 condition is no more. For those who are in Christ, who have been born again of water and the Spirit, who have, who have identified themselves with Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, Romans chapter 7 condition is no more in your life you are a new creature in Christ the Messiah he has set you free beloved not only that we have been that only that we might be forgiven and go to heaven but that we might live a holy and victorious life right now it is possible beloved to walk upon this earth without sin it is possible to live a life without sin, whether in body or whether in thought. It is possible because you are in Christ the Messiah. The Bible says, be ye perfect for I am perfect. You can be perfect. Hallelujah. Allowing the Holy Spirit to reshape you, to remold you into the image of Christ, the Messiah. Romans chapter 7 does not apply to those that have been born again of word and the Spirit, that is walking in the Spirit, being responsive to the Spirit, yielding to the Spirit. It does not apply, but it applies to those that are walking in the flesh, that are carnal-minded. Hallelujah. We want to come out of the carnal mind and begin to walk in the spirit. To begin to, to, to live the life of the word. Walking with Christ is a lifestyle. It's just not a habit that you do Saturday and Sunday, beloved. It's a lifestyle. Hallelujah. Father, and um, next week, hallelujah, we're going to continue this study I'm sorry tomorrow we will continue the study of chapter 16 of Romans uh, Romans chapter 8 verse 1 through 8 we'll complete finish that on tomorrow morning um, the title of that will be called the biography of a Christian to learn our biography is very important beloved to learn our biography Glory to God. Even though I have more time, hallelujah, I must prepare for work. Hallelujah. Because I want God, I want to be used by God in a profound way. That my lifestyle, hallelujah, will, will uh, draw people to Christ. That they will be saved. Be converted, transformed into the image of Christ that the seed will hallelujah last 
glory to God is is more beloved than just going to church is is having a relationship and when you're in a relationship you're meeting somebody new you know and a lot of people say that you full of lust Jackie you can't no I'm not I'm 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 identifying something that you can identify with when you meet a new guy or a new fem a new get a new gal you want to know all there is to know about that individual person and I'm not talking about in a sexual way hallelujah those that are just fleshly they're just full of flesh they want to know oh let me get to know you uh, you can't get to know me by sleeping with me brother how are you going to get to know me that way please explain that to me none of them could explain that to me because you cannot know me by sexual intercourse hallelujah and I'm not a sponge hallelujah but when you get to know somebody when you walking in a, a, a genuine pure relationship with someone you know you want to know them on both sides it just it's just not one way you want to know one another you want to know what color he or she likes you want to know what what shoe size they wear hallelujah you want to know all there is about that person hallelujah and that's our relationship with Christ Christ knows us but he still wants he wants to share his wisdom his knowledge he wants to share God with us the father and it's up to us to want to know him by seeking his face sitting at his feet and learning about him is more important than these materialistic things in this world that cannot save your soul Benjamin Franklin cannot save your soul he may be able to pay a bill but he cannot save your soul <coughs> bottom line to it all them other George Washington all of them they can buy you clothes they can buy you food hallelujah but they cannot save your soul and even in that it is God that blesses a man with those things hallelujah if you are struggling if you are struggling in your finances or any area of your life then let's reevaluate are you seeking God's kingdom and his righteousness are you seeking to be like him have you put that old man to death have you stripped yourself of your old former way of thinking your old former way of life are you being are your is your mind being transformed into the image of Christ see beloved because when you're in hidden in Christ the Messiah when God's wings are covering you shadowing you there's nothing that the enemy can do against you he may oppress you he may harass you he may come against different things in your life but you know when it's him and that you have the power and authority to come against those things if you follow the life of Christ when his ministry was up on the earth if you notice hallelujah his life that the enemy 
Hallelujah only came against them thus far. He did not continue to harass Christ during the three years of his ministry. Nor were the apostles, hallelujah, arrested by, uh, harassed by the enemy. See, because all that power and all that authority is that, that Christ have, we have in the Holy Ghost. And that when when God said no weapon formed against you shall prosper, he meant exactly that. But we must take authority in the realm of the spirit. And we must have, I mean, our trust must be so much into God, hallelujah, that our lives are in your hands, Lord. Hallelujah that no weapon formed against me shall prosper and we must believe that beloved we must believe that with all our heart with all our mind with all our strength with all our soul we must believe it we must believe that we are hidden in Christ the Messiah hallelujah that we have power and authority wherever we go wherever we tread our feet we have power and authority. I kid you not, beloved. One day I went to work and the devil was there. And he, oh, I mean, he wasn't bluntly coming against me in my face, but he was making the situation so terrible that I became frustrated. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me. Now you have, he said, you have authority over this, this atmosphere. I began to rebuke the devil, bind him in the name of Jesus, standing right there at the cash register. I began to speak in tongues. Devil, you are a liar. There shall be peace, hallelujah, in the land that I'm in right now at my job. We have authority over the works of the devil. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, submit to God, resist the devil and he will flee. Submit to God, submit to God, resist through the Holy Spirit, resist with the Holy Spirit and the enemy must flee. You know, and I tell them all the time at my job, I said, now you really don't want me to go before my father and talk about you with him. Oh, no, Miss Jackie, you scaring me. You scaring me. You should be. See, because I, I don't, I'm not disrespecting anyone. I'm not treating anybody bad. I respect everyone. And I, I demand the same thing. And if you can't willingly give it to me, you will be forced to. Either be forced to or removed. And that's where I stand. I am no longer taking a beat down by the devil. Hallelujah. Because I have power and authority over the enemy. And the enemy will use people. The, it, it, if you have sin in your life, beloved, I wouldn't care how much you say you save. If you have sin in your life, that is a doorway that's open that Satan can manipulate and use you against other believers. So every door has to be closed. Every door. 
must be closed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Every door must be closed. Hallelujah. In the realm of the spirit. There cannot, if there's sin in your life, beloved, repent. Repent. Close that door. Ask God for forgiveness. Cover yourself in the blood of Yeshua. Because we do not want to be used as instruments of Satan. And calling on the name of Jesus. The Roman Catholic Church was instruments of Satan being used while they were calling on God. Hallelujah. While they were killing, murdering, hallelujah, burning people at the stake because they felt that they were witches. They weren't, hallelujah, they weren't in line with what they were doing. We need the wisdom of God to walk this life, beloved, in this time, in this century. Hallelujah. We do not want to be instruments used by Satan to destroy the kingdom of God. But we want to be instruments that's used by God to build the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. To build up our brothers and sisters in Christ. But on tomorrow, we're going to be talking about the the biography of a Christian. So read Romans chapter 6. Read Romans chapter 3. Read Romans chapter 2. In other words, read Romans chapter 1 to chapter 8. Hallelujah. Those are That's my assignment that I'm giving to you. To read Romans chapter 1 through to Romans chapter 8. And we will come back tomorrow and we'll talk about what we read. Hallelujah. From those scriptures. Because I want the word to be engrafted, embedded in your heart. That you would walk with power and authority against the enemy. And that souls will be saved because the anointing is so strong upon you. It's by the power and anointing. Hallelujah. That people are set free. Hallelujah. Glory to Christ. And we'll return tomorrow. Hallelujah. To finish, this is Women of Grace, a voice in the wilderness. Studying the book of Romans from our studies of online Bible college. Well, beloved, may God bless you. May God keep you. May God's face shine upon you. As you continue to seek his face by sitting at his feet and learning from him. Until then, beloved, God bless you and have a beautiful outstanding and awesome day in Christ's name Amen
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.